Welcome to Small Business Marketing, Then, and Now. A conversation with small business owners on how they marketed the launch of their business, the evolution since then and how they have pivoted during this COVID-19 period. Brought to you by Profit Master Business Solutions. More leads, more sales, and more revenue for your small or medium-sized business. Click findnewrevenue.com to learn more. Now here's your host, Howard Walpoff. Welcome back to Small Business Marketing Then and Now. I'm Howard Walpoff, your host. Again, it's brought to you by Profit Master Business Solutions. And today we're going to talk about numbers and why numbers are important and why it's very important to have someone who understands numbers to focus on them for you and your business. And it's all surrounded around bookkeeping because you need to make sure that you know what you have coming in, you have going out, you have going for taxes, you have paying yourself. And the best way to do that is someone who has bookkeeping skills to track that for you. And again, as small business owners, we all know there's only a certain amount of hats that we wear that actually fit properly. Not everyone has that hat that is the bookkeeper. So sometimes uh, bringing on a part-time bookkeeper, a virtual bookkeeper, someone who you have a relationship with, but in in this day and age doesn't have to be in the building, uh, could be online, makes things a lot more smooth, a lot more beneficial to the business uh, when it comes to uh, to payroll and and benefits. Uh, Hiring someone is very important and hiring the right person is even more so. And I believe that we are talking to that right person today in our conversation. Mm-hmm. Her name is Jennifer Harmon from Harmonized Numbers. Uh, she's in the Nashville area and she runs a virtual bookkeeping business. And uh, we're excited to talk to her about her growth as a small business owner as well. So Jennifer, welcome to the conversation. Thank you for having me. Well, it's a pleasure to have you and I'm very excited to Talk about your journey as a business owner. I know I address business owners when I open the the podcast and that's who we're really talking to, but you are someone who helps businesses in a very big way, but also you're running your own small business. So let's start from the beginning and why don't you tell us how you started Harmonize Numbers and, uh, and get us going there. Okay. Well, I had a lot of whys and why I wanted to start my own business. For one, I always wanted to start my own business. It was um, like a dream since I was young and working in the management field for several years and the accounting. I had a background in like every different area. Um, So then kids came along and I wanted to prove to myself and to them that you can have dreams and goals and accomplish things even while being a good parent at home and taking care of them and, and spending time with them. So um, I'm proud of what I've created and, and so are they. Uh, I started with the idea when my middle one was, I have three daughters. So when my middle one was born um, of having my like okay, now I can really focus on having my own business. And I thought I would have time, but we all know that's not true when it comes to like having babies in the house and everything. So I kind of put that on the back burner for a while. And then I was also trying to like reinvent the wheel, like what kind of business I could start. But I realized it's already invented. I didn't need to do that part of it. And why not do something I already know, like accounting and something that I'm good at. So 
I wanted to help other business owners um, succeed in their business. And I know it doesn't always come, well, it never comes with a handbook. And these business owners are focusing on their passion and everything. And it's hard to like do it all at once or know everything that you need to do. So that's where I come in. Um, so I started back like a few months before COVID hit and, and then I just kind of took off from there. So. Well, it's good that you're able to get yourself starting and rolling before that period, which makes it a lot easier. There's a lot of people who started March, April, May, because of changes that happened, whether it's their choice or not. But uh, you make a very good point to start that small business owners are focused on their passion, that they have something that whatever X is that they do well, that's what they decided jumping in to do a business for, but doesn't mean that they're trained to be a business owner, be a marketer, handle all the books, uh, handle human resources. And it's a learning process for them to really gather that information and then sometimes figure out that they still aren't able to do it and find the right people to help them do that for them. 100%. I always tell my clients that they need, you know, a few people in their pocket. Obviously, one of them would be a bookkeeper, um, an accountant, marketer, and uh, a lawyer are always good um, resources to have when you're a business owner. So I think those are all very important areas to focus on when owning your business. So when you made a decision, you're going to do your business, I guess, why bookkeeping? What was it about bookkeeping? What is it that about bookkeeping? Obviously, you came with a bookkeeping experience because no one just says, I'm going to be a bookkeeper and have no idea how to do the books. So what attracted you to bookkeeping from the, from the get-go? Uh, I'm really good at math. <laughs> I, and I'm really good at organizing. I, it is my experience. In my experience, um, back when I was working for employers, it was, um, I did a lot of management and I did, I did bookkeeping. Um, I did all the accounting. So it was something that I was really good at and it's what I knew. I'm, yeah, I'm just, I'm, I'm very good with numbers and I'm very good at help. And it's a big portion of helping people run their business. Um, it's, it's not just me taking transactions and putting them where they need to be. I make sure, you know, they're following all the deadlines and everything and that they have everything registered that they need to have registered. I mean, like I said before, it doesn't really come with a handbook and there's a lot that people aren't aware of that they should be doing with their business. And they shouldn't have to know that. I mean, they should get to follow their dreams and, and focus on their passion and it's okay to ask for help. And that's where I come in at. And I'm sure that's where you come in at as on the marketing side. Yeah, it's, it's very true. And sometimes it's hard for people to ask for help. And sometimes you're so buried in what you're doing. You're just, you're, you're going to just keep digging and you're, you're, you're determined to find the, uh, the light at the end of the tunnel. But some tunnels you don't have the right tools for. And no matter how you dig, you might just be digging yourself into a deeper hole in the process. And bookkeeping is definitely one of those that if you make some, some mistakes, they could really come and haunt you. Yeah, that's, um, that's really true. And it gets overwhelming. It does. I have, I mean, I, I just want my clients to be like at ease and I like to walk them through things and show, and I don't want people to just kind of memorize things or why they're doing it. I want them to understand what they're doing and, and what them, when I'm showing them. So 
it's even getting to know the software too. It's, you know, if you, even if you understand like how to code things or anything, um, things can get messed up and, and you're just handing your accountant like a big jumbled mess. So it can lead to like penalties or if you have, there's different scenarios. I mean, if you have your sales tax wrong or if you're not filing certain state taxes or anything, um, you definitely want to make sure that you're on top of that. You definitely want to make sure you have someone on your side making sure that you're on top of that and giving them the right numbers. I mean, there's always that chance of getting audited and and backtracking and them taking everything out and putting it all back in correctly and you ending up owing money. So um, it's definitely a good idea to have it correct the first time around. Very, very true. So when you got started, Obviously, the goal was not just to be in business, but to thrive in business. So you went out to find clients. So talk about how you started to market yourself when launching the business. So a big portion of me um, marketing happened during COVID. Like my launch was pretty much in the middle of COVID and nothing was really happening locally or in person or anything. So I went searching for um, online networking groups and online networking meetings. And I did, a I did a big portion of those. Um, and then I, I, I guess in my industry, also a big part of my marketing is getting to know other CPAs and everything and having them as a referral. But my, a big portion of my marketing was getting to know people through online networking and, um, attending those meetings and just letting people know what I did and kind of, and always setting up one-on-ones, you know, because those, those big networking meetings, you're talking to a bunch of people at one time. So it's always important to make that connection and set up like one-on-one meetings and get to really know people. And they may not necessarily always need your services at the moment. They may need it later on, or they may know someone who does. So, um, so those really worked out well for me. And I got to know a lot of people through that and just kind of carried on through that. And I have a lot of those people I met, I have them in my head too. You know, I'm referring them to my clients or I'm like, oh, they would be a really good fit. So it's, and I think one of the biggest tricks you need to take to networking is it's not about you. It's like, what, what can I offer? What can, how can I help these people? You know, so I, I approach networking meetings or any time in any type of networking with that thought, like, I want to help them. How can I help them? How can I make their business thrive? It's not always about me and me getting clients. So it's building that relationship. And I think that's really important. Networking has always been important and always been a key. And you see as a level of success for those who figured out how to do it right over the course of time. During COVID and having these virtual networking sessions, it really helps a lot of the people who weren't networking correctly the first time, or they, uh, again, it, it was, it, it was victory for the introverts. I always looked at it because those who would come to a network event and not know who to speak to and kind of stand on the side and not really speak to anybody and they leave an event, they lost out. But here you were kind of forced to speak to people. You're put into a breakout room with four other people or so, and everyone gets a turn to speak and you get your turn as well. And things may spark from that, that led to those one-on-ones, which are incredibly important, but it really gave you a lot of variety of people that whether you're extrovert or introverted, it, 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 there's a variety you were not seeing at general networking events. Yeah, the virtual networking, I mean, it, it definitely helps someone 
with a business similar to mine too, is because I get to meet people from all over the country with virtual networking. Um, and I wouldn't have that opportunity if I was just doing in-person networking meetings. So that was a, a great tool and a great resource. And one of the pros that came out of us learning how to use Zoom for more than just um, random meetings or anything, Zoom became like an important tool for like everyone and everyone's comfortable using it now. So, and that helped me too, because even if someone wanted a bookkeeper and they really wanted to work with me, they may have not been comfortable using all the tech and COVID kind of forced us to be familiar with the tech, no matter what you were doing or what business you were in. So my clients have no problem like meeting on Zoom um, or just hopping on a phone call and getting questions answered. So that, that definitely helped out. I think virtual networking is a huge resource. And if, especially if you can work from, with anyone from around the country or anywhere from around the world, some of these networking groups, you can meet with anyone. So um, you wouldn't have that opportunity without, without virtual. And it's amazing how easy it's just become for everyone. Everyone's so used to this. It's not if like you had a big uh, conference room where you had this, this, this specific wired system that you were conferencing with people in, in the office. You did Zoom with grandparents and grandkids and, and all these different types of things were done on Zoom. So it's so familiar to everyone. It's as if you're picking up the phone at this point, if you're doing FaceTime. It's, it's professional and personal, and that helps business owners who are virtual business owners because it's not something that, that their possible prospect and client is afraid of and is, is, is foreign to them. Everyone is on Zoom at this point. Yeah, and like you said, too, it does help with um, being an introvert and extrovert. You know, you can't just go hide in a corner somewhere. You're, I mean, you could, I guess you could log off or something, but it's not really going to get you anywhere. I mean, if you go into a breakout room, you're going to talk and you're going to give your two minute pitch or however long they offer you and you're going to get to know people. And, and it's good to be out of your comfort zone. I teach my kids that all the time. I'm constantly putting them out of their comfort zone and, and you're not going to grow without, without being there. So I, yeah, I think it's very good. true. And it's, it's personal growth and business growth, all the same uh, process. Mm -hmm. Uh, so networking obviously is a key component to what you are doing. Are there other aspects of marketing that you are doing that has brought you in clients or, or you like said, okay, I'm doing this, but lo and behold, it didn't really, uh, it, people didn't respond to it and didn't see results from it. Um, I, I have used social media and I, I have had success from that as far as uh, I don't know. I mean, we have like hip local pages around our area and I will post well at the beginning, I don't really do it anymore. Um, but I would post about my business and how I was starting up and how I would help business owners. And I have gained clients that way um, or getting to know people through LinkedIn. But my main one has been networking and talking to different people. Talking has been a a great resource for me as far as marketing goes. Um, I've been fortunate enough to not really need a market right now. I know you should always be marketing your business, but, um, but 
at this point, they just come to me as far as referrals or from knowing other people. And, and that's a really great marketing tool too, as far as if you make your clients happy, then one of the biggest compliments they can give you is to refer someone else over to you. So that that's helped out a lot on my side too. And that is a marketing tool in itself. There are lots of businesses that really create referral and retention programs and developing that program and implementing it and rewarding people for the referrals and, and contests for, for people to stay and, and, and do different referral contests uh, is really does work to the benefit of different companies in getting their messages out there and, and, uh, and bringing in the right people. That's also a thing too. A lot of things with, with referrals, you are speaking that the people that are referring are bringing like-minded and like business uh, as themselves, because that's who they know. And that fits in perfectly to who you are trying to work with. Exactly. And that's why I like keeping people in my pocket. Like if I know someone um, who's, you know, a friend of mine who does marketing, then I'm going to refer them to a client that I know that could benefit with their services. Um, I don't like, I, even though I'm not like currently marketing much, I, I still do a networking meeting every Friday. And, um, and a lot of the women in that group are my clients and I'm super grateful for that. I, but I enjoy doing it. I'm, I like getting on and catching up and, and talking, these people become your friends and, and you never even met them face to face, you know, or in person in the same room. Um, so it really is amazing what we have available to us right now. Yeah. That's the crazy thing is these relationships that you develop with people all over the country that you may never be in the same room with and that's okay, but it's, it really has changed the dynamic of relationships and, and communicating with people. Yeah, exactly. And, um, and I know like, so in my position at my work right now, um, we're on summer break. We all know, like all our kids are on summer break right now. So, and my youngest will be starting kindergarten. So I plan on expanding once that all happens, once I have them all in school, because last year I was working while my youngest was home. Um, so there's, there's always room to expand and there's always room to improve. And then that's when I'll be adding like more of the marketing side into my business and focusing on the marketing. Yeah. A lot of it is timing. You want to make sure you have the time for the implementation and also to bring on the additional clients that go along with that. There might be additional growth that you may be looking at because you're bringing on new clients and it schedules are very important. Those of us who've had that experience of working from home while kids are in the house, whether it's because they're, they're younger and it's, they haven't had the time yet to, to go to school or they're older and, and you're still driving them different places and, and you're stopping your day because of uh, a specific after school activity that they have to be at. Um, that's part of the struggle of some small business owners. And uh, it's good that you are using, visualizing your schedule so that you can implement at the right times that help your business and not leave you in a challenge because you're still juggling too many different things. Yeah. I mean, I do feel like my biggest struggle at this point is balance. Um, and I do try and be smart with my routine and my schedule. 
And there was a point where I said, you know, I'm only going to allow this many clients, but that didn't make, it ended up not making sense to me. Like I want to grow. I want to help as many small business owners as I possibly can. So it more became, I'm going to grow and my business is going to grow with me. And I'm going to ask for help in the areas that I need help in. And that's the approach I'm going to take now, instead of just like making a cutoff or, or anything. So I'm trying to be smart with like, what's about to come and having everyone in school and and using that time wisely and balance is it's tricky when you have to do all the pickups and drop-offs and activities and and everything I I have a lot of late nights that I work (laughs) trying to get it all done but it also makes you stronger and when you look back 10 years from now with the way the business has grown and obviously the kids will be older at that point your schedule will be different. You may not even be working in the, in the home by, at, at that point. Uh, but this is the, everyone has those beginning of their business stories and with the way it used to be and the way it is now. So those experiences are making you stronger because you're learning more about how to balance your calendar than you might have if you were just coming into the office nine to five and coming home afterwards. Yeah. I'm, an, I'm actually, I am amazed with what I've put together so far um it's there's only there's only more coming and yeah I think we I was talking about that with a friend the other day she's like you know you start something from nothing and then look at it it's 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 a business and it's successful and you're helping people and that's always what I've wanted to do I for a while I really focused on like wanting to help with nonprofits and everything. I've always wanted to help people. And that's one of my biggest things I take from my business is helping them succeed and cheering them on. And, uh, and I think a lot of my clients see that as, in, as a special touch, right? You know, just, I'm not just someone giving numbers and throwing reports at them. Like I'm partnering with them and I'm alongside of them helping helping them with their business and helping watch it grow. And, and we set up goals and everything. And so I'm a real life person, just partnering up with you and helping your business. And I have a lot of fun with it. And you're not limited to the types of businesses that you're working with because you can work with obviously for-profit, not-for-profit. It, it gives you, it gives you some, some variety, even though you're looking at numbers per se, you're still looking at numbers in, in kind of different ways with what the businesses are and how their numbers uh, play into what they do on a, on a regular basis. Yeah, there's, uh, there's so many different industries out there and there's so many different roles that apply to like that specific industry. Um, I don't necessarily have a niche. I'm kind of all over the place with construction, coaching, retail. Um, but I think my niche really is like, startups and small businesses, if we, if we want to call that a niche, I like helping them from the ground up and I like helping them grow. And I like them not being stressed out and overwhelmed with the idea of starting a business. So that is, that's what I'm there for. I'm like, just take a deep breath. We're, we're going to make this happen and you're going to go far with it. And it's good to have someone help nurture them in the process because you are seeing a lot of the, the behind the scenes by looking at the numbers they have going on. So you have a sense, you have a sense whether they really should be stressed or shouldn't be stressed for one, but also in general, 
being stressed doesn't help for productivity. And so having that uh, trusted figure within their business is very important to keep everything level-headed. Yeah, absolutely. It helps. Um, I mean, there's, there's a lot of projects we have and I'm like, I'll take care of that. And you take care of, of running your business. And, and that takes the load off of them. I mean, there's, we all know there's so many forms when it comes to business, there's so many different taxes. uh, And it really depends on the state too. There's a lot of different state taxes. um, And a lot that they're not even familiar with that they even need to register for. So that's where I come in at and, and give them the information that they need. So it's, you know, you just log on, put in the numbers you need to put in and submit. And I mean, it's not that simple because you usually have to make payments and everything, but um, I try to make it as easy as possible and, and as less overwhelming as possible. Looking back at the last couple of years, what is the, the, the thing you're most proud of in building this business and the experiences you've had while doing it? Oh my, um, the most, the biggest thing I'm proud of is that I can prove to my daughters that we can have goals and dreams and also do the parent side of things. Um, I had, you know, it's, it's my own thing and that's what I'm proud of. It's, it's mine. I built it. I am successful with it and I can do all the things I can do all the different areas that I need to do and I can do them all well. Um, I think that would be in the fact, and I've said this before, the fact that I get to help people build their businesses is something that I'm proud of too. I love the helping aspect of it. Um, and teaching them about their business. So I think that would be the few things that I'm most proud of as far as my business goes. The, the role that you play really is an important role for them. You're helping these businesses uh, get to where they need to be, whether it's just the numbers and making sure that all the numbers match and dollars are going out to the appropriate places, or as that person who can help direct them into the, the ways they need to be doing things, or just as a, as a voice and a, and a person they can, they can count on for, as for a good piece of advice as they're going through their day. So it definitely is people count their bookkeepers for a number of different things. And uh, it's, there really is that value that you, uh, that you bring day to day. Yeah, that happens a lot. I have a lot of conversations and meetings with my clients where we just kind of brainstorm too. Um, they'll throw off some ideas at me and I'll give them my input about it. Um, and I really like being that person that they trust and that they, the person that they consider like part of their team and to succeed, you know, and I get to, I mean, like I said, most, most of my clients are from the beginning. So I get to watch them grow and reach these goals and then set new goals. So that's pretty rewarding in itself. And, and that makes for a better day for everybody. Obviously, if, you, if your day is rewarding, not just with getting everything accomplished and checking off your boxes and handling the, the, the additional with getting kids in the, in the right place and, and, and not dropping anything in the process, but also knowing that you are seeing these businesses get from point A to point B to point C the way they need to. It, that's, that's, that is an incredible reward. So 
if someone needs that person, that bookkeeper, that's someone who's going to watch the numbers and, and also be some level guidance to them as well, what would be the best way for them to reach out to you? Um, they can reach me at my website. There's a contact form. My website is harmonizednumbers.com. All right, harmonizednumbers.com. So everyone mm-hmm. can reach out to Jennifer there. Uh, there's a lot of information on there as well. And Jennifer, we thank you so much for joining us for, for this conversation, really sharing your journey. Thanks so much for having me. And thank you for joining us as well. Um, small business owners really are on a journey from moment one, they decide they're going to uh, build a business. Um, in Jennifer's case, it's multiple journeys. It's her own journey of what she's built and what she's proud of and showing her daughters what, what, what they can accomplish uh, looking forward as well, but also the role she's played in all these different businesses that uh, are growing and moving and generating revenues and, uh, and really working on what their vision is to uh, day by day. So great lessons learned here. I really appreciate Jennifer joining us for this conversation. Definitely should check her out. And, uh, and if you have needs for a bookkeeper, obviously this is really a great resource to check out. But go out and have a great rest of today and we'll see you next time. This has been Small Business Marketing, then and now. Brought to you by Profit Master Business Solutions. Marketing strategy for the small business owner. To learn more, click findnewrevenue.com.